1: absolute sports betting degeneracy hey
0: everybody arch here and it is saturday morning which can only mean we're talking the national football league week number four what's going on sex panther
2: uh, you know, I think we try to talk the National Football League every single day if we possibly can. I think we even create stories <laughs> just to talk the NFL. It's what the degenerates want. And Saturday is the best because we don't talk anything else, right? We don't talk about baseball. We don't talk about anything. Um, just the NFL. And we get to do it with our good buddy, Phil. Fighting Phil, what's going on? Morning, fellas. Man, another another Saturday where we just get to,
3: get to rip into betting on the NFL. It's... The sharpest market, I I you know, in my opinion. So I'm glad to get to tackle it with you boys and uh man, let's get it done. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, man. Uh it's good stuff. Uh so
0: what programming note I guess. So you and Kyle bit the whole board earlier on out of bounds. So that's out there to download. And uh the racing podcast is out there too. So you need to scoop those up too, and then listen to this one for sure if you haven't listened to those already.
3: It's the weekend trifecta. Yeah. <laughs>
0: absolutely uh we've also got some activity in the book club i posted a little ufc plays phil posted his college football plays phil says he's in the dungeon with uh college football or the basement i can't remember which which Which? which it was term. the dungeon dungeon yeah. yeah yeah we don't let him out we don't let igor out to publicly talk about his college football place but uh a lot of stuff happened
2: in the book club panther some book club updates uh, book club updates. We, you know, we got a couple new members yesterday, and uh, wrapping up September. Uh, no official announcement yet, but I, listen, if you guys want to join the book club, now's the time because I, I listen. I just show up, so I don't get fired. But Arch and Max are talking about raising prices, so if you guys want to get in, now's the time. But Chris Brown and Meansy thirteen joined the book club yesterday. So we'll welcome them. They got right in there and started shooting the shit with us. You guys can get in. I don't know about Phil's. College picks, I didn't mean, listen, the zoo, I would be zebra, man. I think I'm just going to let him start going first and just fade him everything he touches because it's just a, a dumpster fire right now. Uh, but you guys want <laughs> to get in there and follow NASCAR picks, F1 picks? Are we still doing darts? Is that a thing? Uh, darts is on
0: hiatus until I get a you know, hand. The NFL takes so much time.
2: Uh, it really does, but oh my god, making money! I mean, Phil and and uh, Steve are just printing racing money. So you guys get in there, and uh, that's where you want to be, and and do it because you never know when Arch and Max decide we're giving away too much money. We got to raise the prices, so you get in now. We're locked in at that twenty five dollars indefinitely until. You decide to quit or we die. There's a major announcement coming down the road, and
0: it'll be raised before that major announcement. That's for sure. <laughs> you know what I'm talking oh. about, Phil. Hey, <laughs> yes, yes, I'm just a,
3: just a little smiling guy over here. That's yeah, all. Yeah,
0: exactly. All right, man. NFL week number four, Sex Panther.
2: Where are we starting? Uh, you know, I just go in time order. I go through the list, and uh, we're going to start down in Hotlanta Cleveland Browns are coming to town. You make an argument that Cleveland probably should be 3-0. They inexplicably lost that game to the Jets. Atlanta, they beat the Seahawks, but everybody beats the Seahawks. They've represented themselves pretty well. This is a team that we all thought would be kind of not really very good, top five, maybe not hit their win total, uh, bottom of the barrel, but... Listen, this team's playing pretty good, especially offensively. Putting up points, almost 27 points per game. They're moving the ball. Cordero Patterson, who would have ever thought a wide receiver converted running back would actually be successful? He's actually done a great job as their bell cow, if you will. The problem with Atlanta has been their defense, giving up almost 400 yards per game. Almost 300 of that in the air. Going against a Cleveland team, like I said, probably could have been three and zero. Should be three and zero. It makes you wonder if they needed Deshaun Watson because Jacoby Brissett has looked the part. I'm not explosive, maybe game manager, if you will. But as long as you've got a healthy Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, maybe that's all you need. They're they're averaging 190 yards per game on the ground. I think as long as those two guys stay healthy, Cleveland's going to be a thorn in a lot of people's side. Now, the one one stat that really stands out to me is that run defense for the Browns. They're only giving up 83 yards per game, so I'm very curious to see if Cordero Patterson can get past that rush defense and, and put a little bit of the onus on Marcus Mariota. I think on the road, just the better team has been so far, been Cleveland, and it's only one point. So I'm going to put my $50 on the Brownies.
3: Yeah, um, I'm on the opposite side here. Um, Kyle and I both like the Falcons, and it's, it's a, a tough bet to place. Um, but the, the Falcons have been so like, plucky and, and you know great at the backdoor cover. That's you know obviously not in play here with only a one point spread, but you know Marcus Mariota looks like he's been just really enjoying his his you know rebirth, if you will. Um, you know the undisputed number one quarterback there looks like he's he's got that job. Last weekend, the Falcons also rediscovered that Kyle Pitts is on their team, and they <laughs> they used him, which is awesome. Hope you know because nice the guys yeah, he's a freak of nature. I mean, he's huge, he's fast, he's a mismatch. Also, Drake London is starting to look the part of a, a wide receiver number one. And like you said, Cordell Patterson, he's like the ultimate Swiss Army knife. Um, so he, he's not the typical, uh, doesn't have the typical body type of a running back, but that's awesome because you can use him in the throw game. Mariota does enough with his legs. And also, like you said, I think Jacoby Brissett is more of a game manager here. So I think Atlanta can build on the momentum from last week obviously the the browns are uh a little bit better than the seahawks <laughs> at, at least until <laughs> deshaun watson gets back so i'm on the atlanta falcons and this is a, a play i'm actually going to make
0: all right yeah i'm leaning atlanta in this one it's it's not a play i wanted to make for the podcast this might be a book club play you know i post i, I go through the podcast and then sunday morning i post all the plays i really 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 like and uh one so might be one of them, but from right now, it's just a lean on Atlanta.
2: All right, next game up. You guys, um, Phil mentioned Seattle, so let's talk about the Seahawks. They're going to go to Detroit, take on our favorite, lovable losers. You know, Seattle's one and two, probably should be zero oh and three. It's one and two probably make an argument it Should probably be three and zero. this Detroit Lions team is the, the pure definition of Jekyll and Hyde they can score matter of fact they're the second highest scoring team in the NFL right now behind only the Baltimore Ravens uh, they put up points consistently in bunches they can move the ball they can pass Jared Goff you know if you've listened to the, the daily show you're not hearing Max shit on Jared Goff he's actually rooting for him he's got this offense clicking The running game between uh, Williams and Swift is at 170 yards per game. This Detroit offense is an absolute juggernaut. I thought we'd ever said that, but they have to be because they're almost like the Baltimore Ravens because their defense is an absolute shit show. They're giving up more yards than the offense is getting. At 422 yards, the defense gives up yards in chunks, and those yards are turning into points as the defense is giving up 31 points per game. Now, fortunately for Detroit, I don't think Seattle can score 31 points if they were going against, like, just in scrimmage, in you know, practice. This team's awful. At the, the fact that they scored 23 in the loss to Atlanta, that's their highest scoring output in the first three weeks. They beat Denver probably shouldn't have uh and scored 17 there they got manhandled by san francisco there's nothing there's really nothing about this offense i like i love the receivers but geno smith is a prototypical game manager they're only getting 239 yards in the air and i think that what really stands out here is their inability to run just under 75 yards per game running the ball in today's NFL, I know running backs don't matter, but the rushing game does. You've got to take that pressure off your quarterback and off your offense so that they don't have to throw the ball 30 and 40 times a game. Seattle's defense isn't very good either. I think Detroit wins this running away. With As bad as Seattle's defense is and as great as Detroit's offense is, I see Detroit probably getting into the 30s again. So I'm on the Lions laying those three and a half points.
3: I'm also on the Lions. This is more of a, a lean in real life. Um, with DeAndre Swift out and Amon Ra St. Brown out, um, I thought he was going to play when, when we did out of bounds. Amon mm-hmm. Ra. and he's not. So that changes my mind a little bit because he's just an absolute weapon. Um, but I, I do think that the, uh, the Lions still have enough pieces with Hawkinson and uh, some of the other, the other wideouts they have there to get it done. I, it, it's more of a fade on seattle I, I just don't think Gino's very good you know and and it, and it stinks for dk and tyler lockett because they used to have a good russell wilson back there and now they have geno smith so i it's it just this game stinks to me but i would lean the lions minus the three and a half
0: it does stink it stinks to high heavens that's why i'm taking the uh, plus three and a half with seattle i think this is going to be an ugly game And I think Seattle, you know, the way Detroit's defense is playing, this might be the highest output we've seen from the Seattle offense all season. So give me 50 bucks and let's slap it on Seattle plus three and a half.
2: You know, when Arch fades me, it never goes well for me. (laughs) Oh, next game up, let's take a look at the Chargers going down south. Take on the Houston Texans. I I don't know why I'm betting this game because we know Houston's not very good, but the Chargers have been charging themselves <laughs> all season long. Their only victory was against Las Vegas, and that was maybe more of an indictment on Vegas than the Chargers winning that game. This is a team that, that really self-inflicting wounds, and last week, it wasn't even that. It was Jacksonville just came into town and slapped the piss out of them. Um, I don't know if we it's an indictment on the Chargers or we really, really start taking Jacksonville seriously. But this offense, 19 points per game, only 59 yards on the ground rushing the ball. You've got Austin Eckler. How are you only getting 59 yards on the ground? I'll tell you how you fix that. Take on a Houston Texans defense that is giving up two hundred and two yards on the ground, four hundred and twenty-eight yards uh, on total defense. That puts them here. Oh, let me pull this up. They're the third worst team behind Baltimore and Minnesota with with defensive metrics, giving up four hundred and ten per game so this is this is a texans team that they play teams close they're but their defense here's the thing they played the colts week one the colts are never ready that was a tie they played the broncos lost they suck they played the bears bears suck they're one of the worst offensive teams in the league i think the cream rises to the top here it's time for the chargers to get well Five and a half. I don't love that number, but I think they can win this thing by a touchdown. So I will lay the five and a half and put a unit on the Chargers.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm on the Texans here. Um, <laughs> the Texans are not good at winning football games, but they're pretty good at covering football games and being in position to cover. So this is a big number, especially with an ailing Justin Herbert. Um, you know, Bose is out. Keenan Allen's definitely out. Uh, Jalen Guyton out. So, I, I just think that the the Texans can do enough to stick around and stay within this number to cash a ticket. So, give me the Texans plus the six and a half.
0: Yeah, I I, I kind of agree. I'm leaning Houston, not quite not quite betting them, but uh, I want to see where this line ends up going because it's a uh, you know would it open up a uh, plus seven? It's plus six, plus six and a half right now. Very interesting, very interesting. Leaning Houston. I might be betting them Sunday morning though. That's for sure.
2: Wow, I'm getting all kinds of fades. Make me feel real good. Probably get a ton of fade here. We'll see. We're going to talk about the Denver Broncos going to Las Vegas, take on the Raiders. Broncos are two and one, and I have no fucking clue how. I have no. It, it's defense. It's all defense, and the Raiders are zero and three. This is almost, uh, I don't know how, (laughs) maybe it's their defense. Um, Matter of fact, against Arizona, it definitely was the defense that lost that game, but Russ is not cooking. I I think the Broncos' fans and management have to be like, what the hell did we just do to this team? Um, I mean, it looks good, 743 yards through three games. Okay, it's not terrible, but only two touchdowns on one interception. That's not probably what they signed up for. 14 points per game. All the Broncos are averaging through the first three games. Fortunately for them, like I said, their defense is only giving up 12 points per game, 275 yards total on defense, only letting the teams run for 81 yards per game. And that might not matter in this game against the Raiders because the Raiders aren't committed to the run at all. Josh Jacobs and company are only averaging 80 yards per game. But so, you get your ass kicked every game, you can't really <laughs> rely on the run. Well, are they really? I mean, against Tennessee, they did fall behind, but they were beating Arizona by two, 16 points in the fourth <laughs> quarter. <Yeah. Really? laughs> I just, the, the, the ass kick thing maybe only worked for last game. They, they've been in the lead. They've been in the lead in the second half. Run the fucking ball. Oh, this Raiders team. Listen, they go 0-4. Heads are gonna roll. I I I don't know if you pin this on McDaniel's or the coaching staff or what, but they lose this game. If this, this is I'm just this is more of like a Panther three and out thing. I I just don't see the Raiders going zero and four. They're at home. The Broncos are offensively challenged. I mean shit, they just gotta hit their average of twenty one points and win this game. I think the Raiders can get twenty one points, so I'll lay the two and a half and take the silver and black.
3: I'm with you, Panther. Oh, I'm with no. You. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I played, um, this is not a game I, I wanted to bet. Um, and I think the, the two and a half number, I, I, I hate that as well. Mm-hmm. So I played the Raiders money line here just to just pick a winner. And um, I wouldn't recommend that. But I, I think the Raiders are the right side. Um, the Broncos still, they just don't look right you know, Russell Wilson hasn't taken command of the offense. Um, they've got coaching problems just all along that sideline. The only thing that you can really hang your hat on is the defense. And I think the Raiders have been pretty good. You know, um, they're starting to work in Devontae Adams. So I think this, this offense will do enough. And I think they win outright. It's at home. So it's all hands on deck, not holding anything back here. Um, so the, the Las Vegas faithful will be out in droves as they beat the Broncos.
0: All right, uh, two and a half. It's two and a half. Broncos. Give me that's it. It's two and a half. Give hockey. me the Broncos plus two and a half. It's. I'm almost tempted to moneyline it. Almost tempted to moneyline it. Man, Denver does not look good, but neither does Las Vegas. They do not look good at all. I, I think Denver's got a long... They, they've got room for improvement. I'm not sure about the Raiders. They're playing slightly below where I expected, but I did not think much of this team coming into the season. Give me the Broncos, 50 bucks
3: plus two and a half. Arch, I just want to ask you a quick question. Yes, sir. When you see like a stagnant two and a half, would you, are you tempted just to, to take the points there? Because if, if giving the two and a half was the sharp side, it would probably move to three, right?
0: Yeah, I, I, if it, if it was a sharp side, we'd probably move to three. The two and a half trap is what we called it. If it's if it right. stays frozen at two and a half the whole time, you take the uh, points. You take the points, but you probably also want to take a piece of the money line too.
3: Feels good. You're 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 right there. I I figured that's that was an arch response coming.
1: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat. Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket
2: One more game. I feel like I'm going to get some more arch fading here. Talk about the Kansas City Chiefs going down to Hurricane Central, take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This Buccaneers team is two and one. They maybe could have beaten Green Bay. Could be three and zero, oh, but this is not a Tampa Bay team that I like. I know we like them preseason. I know we like the names, but they haven't been healthy. Godwin was suspended. Excuse me, Edwin's was suspended. Godwin's been injured. Julio Jones has been injured. Now Russell Gage pops up on the injury report. I mean, they, they signed Cole Beasley. When, when you sign players who have effectively retired, it kind of tells you that they're not um, all that confident that their guys are returning that soon. Um, now, I do expect Julio Jones to play this week. But after that loss to Green Bay and the Kansas City Chiefs, after their... Is like the only one that called it. I'm <laughs> the only one that called it losing to the Colts. Uh, this is a kind of a must win for both teams. Kansas City, the, the offense has looked pretty good, defense has kind of been, I don't know, ex- what I expected. But listen to this, guys. I was run through some, some names when it comes to offensive output, starting at the bottom. Chicago Bears are the worst offense as far as yards go. In the NFL, no surprise. Pittsburgh, kind of surprised, but no surprise, really. Carolina, Houston, Seattle, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is floating down there towards the bottom. We're looking at a Tom Brady that's dealing with whatever marital issues he's got going on with Giselle. You've got all the hurricane mess that they decided to go ahead and play this game in Tampa Bay. I, I just think the the injuries... The mental fatigue with everything going on outside of football might be a little bit of a drain on these buccaneers. I think Kansas City can go in here and steal one uh I'm seeing an even line uh so yeah, I'm on the chiefs for one unit
3: but, yep i'm um, I agree once again uh i like the I like the chiefs here I like them outright on the money line uh Kyle and I both were in agreement that that we think this is going to be a a very very big statement game for patrick mahomes we saw last weekend that you know he got into it with eric Bieniemy on the sideline at halftime because uh, mahomes wanted to go fast and you know create a scoring opportunity and Bieniemy, i guess disagreed and it turns out they needed that that score that would have been very helpful huh. um i was thankful that that you know the the Colts were able to win that game in a, in, a, in a close game, but I think Patrick Mahomes is absolutely going to cook. He's going to do whatever he wants. Tom Brady is starting to look old, and you know that that might be just a byproduct of not having a lot of weapons around him, um, but he may be getting some of those back. Like he said, Evans is coming back. Godwin, I think, might be coming back. Uh, so he'll have a few more toys out there to play with, but I still think this Chiefs team is going to prove a point, win this game outright, um so I'm, I'm on the chiefs with you panther
0: yeah I'm, I'm leaning this way with you guys i'm leaning kansas city in a is it a pick'em plus uh plus one looks like maybe you can get for the chiefs so yeah i'm, I'm leaning uh, the, that
3: mm-hmm. oh i was just gonna say we got minus 102 last night on the money line
0: oh, okay okay yeah so i'm leaning kansas city with you boys i it's it's interesting uh kansas city the last time they played in the regular season didn't they just absolutely pummel tampa bay to start and then tampa bay kind of Clawed their way and fought their way back in to make it a close game. But um yeah, ooh, lean the Chiefs here.
2: All right. Uh that is it. Arch,
0: what do you like? Let's scroll up to the top of the board and we are gonna look at Minnesota playing New Orleans, nolens Uh Saints are plus three and a half, it looks like, and I like that number. <laughs> i like the saints i don't know that they win but i think this is going to be an ugly close game so give me new orleans with all the love 50 bucks
2: minnesota is
1: just
2: a episode of frustration they're two and one but they really haven't looked good In any of those games, they they probably should have lost to Detroit. They got, you know, primetime Kirk at Philadelphia and got absolutely humiliated. And I don't even know if you get credit for beating Green Bay in week one because everybody beats Green Bay in week one. the Saints came out and beat Atlanta a game they probably should have lost. But after that, they've looked offensively challenged. Only managed 10 points against Tampa Bay. Only managed 14 points against Carolina. Um (sighs) I like Jameis Winston. I like the weapons. Um, Al- but Alvin Kamara doesn't seem like he's getting as much touches as he should. I'd like to see them get Alvin Kamara involved in the game a little bit more. From a pure s- talent standpoint, I think Minnesota's clearly got more talent. They, they got the uh, running back. They got the receivers. Um Maybe Kirk and Winston are a toss-up. I don't know. This is this is a tough one. I probably would lean New Orleans just because they're at home and they're getting the points. I think Minnesota wins, but God, they're such a hard team to trust.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm on the Vikings here, and it's because we decided that you know this this game, although it's in a primetime slot in London. Primetime Kirk goes by his internal body clock. So it's an actual one o'clock game here in the United States. So therefore it's a one o'clock game to Kirk Cousins. So I'm taking the Vikings. You know, even Taysom Hill has taken some some snaps at quarterback this week for uh, you know, Jameis Winston, which tells me that that he's hurt. You know, he's he's still feeling the 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 pain on those what four fractured ribs or rib cartilage or whatever it is. So I just I think the Saints will probably go by the book that everybody else has played against the Vikings and take away uh, Jefferson. But last week we we saw that, and Kirk was able to to work in Adam Thielen and KJ Osborne. Um, so I like the Vikings here, and I think just the the Saints' offense will sputter, and the Vikings can can take advantage.
0: All right, uh, Sex Panther, apology to Mike Zimmer. Win.
2: Um it's too early. It's too early. It's still still preseason week number four. So the, the regular season starts next week.
0: All right. Uh we are going to Pittsburgh next. The Steelers are minus three and a half against the New York Jets. I've been liking the Steelers. I've been like betting them. It's it's been a little bit of a roller coaster when you do. Uh, but this week I am fading Pittsburgh. I'm jumping on the New York Jets. I think they can keep this one close ish close ish field goal field goal we got the hook so give me the jets for 50 bucks
2: would have i would have bet the jets here uh, because the, the steelers are really letting me down i think it's the, the offensive coordinator is castrating the offensive capability of a very talented offense uh, they're making trubisky look bad naji harris can't run the ball I, this offense is extremely challenged the reason i'm not taking the jets because it's not joe flacco Zach Wilson will return and I don't have a ton of confidence in Zach Wilson. And now maybe he proves me wrong, but until I see Zach Wilson uh, execute this offense as well as Joe Flacco had in the first three weeks, I've got questions about this Jets offense. So uh, lean on New York, but I, I, it's more of a prove it point for Zach Wilson for me, Phil, what do you think?
3: Same thing? Same thing as you, if Joe Flacco was at the helm, I'd be betting on the Jets with you guys. Um, just, I, I need to see it from Zach Wilson. He's inevitably going to be very, very rusty. Um, you know, he, he hasn't seen this much action since the summertime with, uh, his buddy's mom. So I just, I, I have to see it before I, I would bet the jets. So I'll just take the other side here.
0: Okay. Uh, last one for me that I wanted to look at Patriots Packers. This one is an astonishing nine and a half. And I know nobody thinks much of the Patriots, and they shouldn't. The Patriots have not been very good. God damn it. Nine and a half points, even against Aaron Rodgers. I'm doing it. Uh, Two-fist. Let's go. Give me the Patriots, plus nine
2: and a half for 50 bucks. Answer? I, shocked, I shocked the world. Oh, I hit the mute, buddy. My bad. Uh, This is a tough one because, yeah, New England's offensively challenged. I I mean, dare I say Green Bay's offensively challenged. This team does not look good. I mean, scoring 27 against the Bears, whatever, only 14 points last week. Okay, if you want to tip the hat to to Tampa's defense, maybe. I'm expecting way more out of Aaron Rodgers. I think the loss of Devontae Adams – might be kind of showing itself. Now, Alan Lazard has been kind of banged up. It looks like they're fully healthy this week. I, I Look, Green Bay wins at home. They're not losing this game, but nine and a half. I, I kind of of betting on New England or anything. I'll lean New England just because of the points, but I, I need to see Green Bay's offense show up. They're, they're really scaring me at their ineptitude on offense. All right, Phil, give it to me. Hit me. Let's go. I'm taking Green Bay with you.
3: What? I, I, yeah. No. yeah. I, you're taking listen, Green Bay? I'm taking Green Bay. Oh, yeah. You're on the Patriots. I'm taking Green Bay, though. You know, it, it doesn't matter who you're on because I'm not betting on Brian Hoyer. I just won't do it. Matt Hoy- Jones is out.
0: Remind me. what? What, what is Brian Hoyer? He's
3: a backup quarterback. A backup quarterback. <laughs> a backup quarterback. Oh, I just okay. I, okay, I okay. can't <laughs> do it. You know, I,
2: <laughs> I, I just do can't. Cousins.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is elite. So I, I think this, you know, you, you have to kind of take that into consideration. I, I just, man, Romeo Dobbs has turned into a a, a pretty good wideout out there. Uh, he had eight targets last week and he had eight catches. So I, I think maybe he's turning into Aaron Rodgers' guy. And you know, the the dual headed attack with Jones and Dylan, they split carries evenly. I like this Green Bay team and I think they're going to figure it out. You know, so this could be a team that makes a really deep run in the NFC. Um, I like Green Bay here, and you know maybe Kyle will talk me out of it by, by game time tomorrow. But as for right now, give me Rodgers and the, and the pack.
0: Do you know what Brian Hoyer's real name is? It's not Brian Head Hoyer. lasso. It's Axel Edward Brian Hoyer. His name is Axel.
3: Oh, crap, I think I got to switch sides here.
0: Yeah, you do. You don't <laughs> bet against Axel Hoyer, baby.
3: Man. That's a deep dive, a deep cut on absolute sports betting degeneracy here this morning.
0: (laughs) You look at his Wikipedia page. I was cracking up Axel. That's fucking amazing. (laughs) Phil, are there any games we didn't cover that you think we should uh, be looking at?
3: I'm interested on your take on the uh, Arizona Cardinals coming coming east to Carolina and taking on Baker Mayfield. Uh, I am again sold on the Carolina Panthers and it's been every week and I just, I have a blind spot for these scoundrels, but I think Baker is going to start figuring out the offense. You know, C-Mac is, is starting to come to life. Hmm. The defense, who knows, still kind of suspect, but I think Kyler Murray's an idiot. And, um, I just, I, I don't like the Cardinals without the Andre Hopkins. So I'm getting down on the Panthers and I'm interested in, in you guys' take.
2: I don't like either one of these teams. I think Carolina's limited with their explosive potential. McCaffrey really is their only bright spot, and he's not really looked that great through the first three games. Um, he's only had 243 yards and one touchdown rushing. They've used him more as a receiver than they have as a running back, and I, I'd like to see them get him the rock a little bit more because you just don't want Mayfield you know, throwing an 81 times. He's literally a 50%. He's thrown it 81 times, which is actually really low. Kyler Murray's thrown it 141 times. As much as we maybe don't like Kyler Murray, especially don't like this offense without DeAndre Hopkins, the upside, the potential for big plays is there with Kyler Murray. Um, but man, the, the, the offense—both of them—are hovering right there at 20.7 points per game. Um, I this is—I couldn't get behind. I don't trust either team, so probably i'd probably lean arizona just from pure explosive play potential well when you're uh
0: when your coverage unit uh for arizona is orders of magnitude worse than every other team in the nfl all of a sudden this could make carolina a very explosive team uh True. a couple yeah some games get cut edited in my mind for uh time <laughs> on the podcast <laughs> and this is one of them but unless something changes, we're going to be betting this one tomorrow morning. Absolutely. Oh.
3: I f- I love it. Yeah. I love yeah. it. I don't I don't care how much time we talk about it. I just want to be on the same side as you. So there we, we go. We are. You are. You are. Awesome. Well, I'm not that, taking, that's the only Arizona is a
0: road favorite? Are you fucking kidding me?
3: Yeah, I mean a West Coast team coming east. We we've seen that a couple times this year, you know, where the West Coast team gets stomped. The the only thing I think they have going for them here is that it's not in the one o'clock window, that it's right. in the four o'clock window. So yeah. it, it kind of softens the blow, but I still like Carolina here.
0: They're spending way too much time teaching their, running, or their wide receivers how to block instead of working on defense, I think.
3: I agree. I agree. But yeah, that was, that was the only game that, that really stuck out to me.
0: All righty. Let's wrap this up, this Saturday morning NFL talk. What do we talk about today? We talk about the NFL, nothing but the NFL. Uh, again, head over to the book club if you want to try the free three-day trial. Uh, we'll, we'll hook you up, and then it's just $25 a month in perpetuity, forever. We'll never raise the prices on you guys. We're going to raise the prices on all the Johnny-come-latelys, so keep that in mind. You get Phil and Steve's NASCAR picks, Phil's college picks, Panthers posting him and Zebra. They're posting their picks. Uh, you get Steve's golf. I'm posting a little bit of UFC, NFL, everything. Rory's in there posting his own NASCAR card, so there you go.
3: Yeah, don't we have a uh, one of Steve's plus 9000 outrights is in p2 right Mm -hmm. now i think Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes that that feels good and (laughs) steve also sent me a ten dollar parlay to make 4.3 million this weekend on the races so i'm I'm gonna post that sucker in there you know we'll change our tax bracket
0: he's been drooling over those uh those twitter those twitter responses in nascar he's he's got to get on board yeah
3: well yeah and I, I trust his judgment more than those bozos
0: oh absolutely <laughs> don't trust the bozos trust our guys come over to the book club phil any final thoughts
3: um no i mean this is just a, a relatively easy weekend for me i don't have to stress a notre dame game so i'm feeling good man i'm i'm, I'm ready for the day
0: it's not that much stress when they're losing right i mean it's just kind of no
2: panther can't believe but, he i just, he, he's i can't believe he went there we, we look good last week, damn it. I, I know. That's did. why I was ignoring Arch. Undefeated Jayhawks. Undefeated
0: Jayhawks. That's all I got to say. Scoreboard Panther, take us home.
2: Oh, God. I'll take us home. Phil, I need your stone cold lock of the day. I just want to point out your 49ers cost us a parlay last week.
3: Uh, yeah, they, they cost me one, too. I don't know if you saw it <laughs> uh, that I had posted in the book club. But I'm going to take the Carolina Panthers money line.
2: Hmm. Carolina
0: on the money line, Arch. What do you like? Uh, just because I am me, I am taking the Denver Broncos and let's money line it.
2: The money line, giving that plus number. Um, look, fuck, Arch. I think Detroit handled business. <laughs> so we'll give up the, uh, we'll give up the three and a half. If I win that game, but we went. Detroit wins that game by three. I'm gonna be so pissed. The Carolina Panthers, the Denver Broncos on the money line and detroit laying the three and a half that is your dgen parlay we're hanging out on facebook we're on twitter but it's the book club you guys got to get in there we have so much fun thank you thank you so much to our subscribers to our listeners A downloads in the month of september um we are just so in awe of of that that we've never when we started this never thought we come anywhere close to that number, so thank you so much. And uh, get in there and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll be more than happy to holler right back, but most importantly, let us know what you did last week, what you're doing this week, and when it's all said and done, kids, it's all, make some money, fools.
1: Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations under no circumstances will the owners operators or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents
0: for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus